Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games. It's posted every Wednesday morning on iTunes and Google Play. I'm Brian, joined as always by the lovable luchador, El Francaro. Hey guys. So, today's episode is the first part in another series. So far, we have explored the worlds of the original Super Mario Brothers on the NES and the first three games in the Legend of Zelda series. The uh, original Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, and uh, the one on the Game Boy. So now, we are going to take a look at select tracks from the first three Final Fantasy games from the Nintendo Entertainment System. I am so excited for today's episode. Final Fantasy, aren't there like 50 of them? Um, Do they know what the word final means? No, no. There, 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 prob- there, probably is clo- there probably is close to 50 um, because of um, all, side, all the spinoffs and, and yeah, the side yeah. stuff, all that they've done. So there probably is close to 50 by now. Um, the opening track there that you just heard was the prelude from the original Final Fantasy, which I think you had a, a fun fact about. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, that, uh, it's in every Final Fantasy game. Yes. So it's the most, yes. most iconic song. Uh, the whole melody was written in five minutes. I'm sure it was, because it's a very simple melody. Uh, it, it, it is, but... I, I mean, like, it's so it's, good. It's so good. It, it, it's a seminal piece now. It's something yeah. that, you know... Absolutely. And like you said, you hear it all the time. Um, some of the best versions, though, like, occur later in the franchise. Like, you know, in, in the more recent ones that are fully orchestrated, um, you know, have these giant symphonies behind them. To hear to hear that song with, you know, like a 50-piece symphony set or something like that, it's it's gorgeous. It really is. Um, the, obviously, the music that we chose, there are remakes for these games that were, you know, released on, like, the Game Boy Advance or the DS or something. The music that we chose for the Final Fantasy games, the original 1, 2, and 3, these are straight from the NES. So these aren't from the remakes. Maybe we'll play games from the remakes at some point too, or we'll tra- well, maybe we'll play tracks from the remakes at some point, just you know to kind of get an idea of the difference. But um, the ones that we're showing today are the originals. So you know, you know what's crazy about this track? Hmm. Um, Sakaguchi, like he actually like busted into the office for uh, for Yuumatsu. Yeah, he's like, I need one more song. And he was, he was like, he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he did that. He no, for sure. Because he's like, one more song. Yeah. You know, it's One more match. Under, 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 under pressure, you know, you came up with a song that yeah, synonymous everyone with the knows. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think another track that everyone's going to know. Um, let's go ahead and move into our, our next song here. This is the opening theme from Final Fantasy.
that was the opening theme from Final Fantasy. Like I said, a- another iconic song from the series. I think that um, everyone's going to recognize that one if, you- if you're familiar with Final Fantasy at all. And for a while there, it wasn't even used in some of the more recent Final Fantasy games. But um, you know, it-, it definitely made a comeback with Final Fantasy 15. And I'm glad it was cool to hear. It was cool to hear. Yeah, I'm glad it did because, like I said, I I, I do um, recognize that song as as the theme for Final Fantasy. Like that is the one that I, you know, put as synonymous with the franchise. You know, it, it's it's been included in so many of the different Final Fantasies, just with a different reprise or, you know, a different uh, slightly different melody to it. Um, but it's all the same, and you know, maybe a little bit different instrumentation. But uh, no, such a good track. I love it. Yeah, um, a little fun fact uh, out there. Uh, do you know the original name of Final Fantasy? I don't. It was actually called Fighting Fantasy. Okay. And we changed the name, um, which makes sense because the actual battle system is kind of based around American football, which makes sense now when you think about it. You got two teams. Oh, okay, yeah, line, line, lining up. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that, was, that was their whole uh, idea for coming come across with that. So. Yeah, I actually was not aware. Interesting. Very mm-hmm. very cool. Bring him the knowledge. Alfred Caro, always with the knowledge under that mask. <laughs> All right. Well, moving along. Um, like I said, the, the format for these episodes are a little bit different because we're, we're playing more tracks than we normally do since we're spotlighting an individual game or an individual series. So there won't be as much chatter between Alfred Caro and I. Um, so that way we can actually play more songs because I think that is what um, when we do a spotlight like this, that's what it's all about. The songs. So, moving forward, we have the main theme for the original Final Fantasy. the main theme from Final Fantasy. Another iconic track, it really is. And I like that you actually know these tracks even though like you're, you're really not familiar with the games, you didn't really play any of them, but it just speaks volumes to how good this music actually is because you, you recognize it and you, know, you, you actually know the songs before they even... like it, You obviously don't know them by name, but once they start playing, you instantly know what they are. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the series, being that I've never actually fully played one of these games. Right. But I know all the songs are iconic. They're yes. And like I said, there even though you, even though you're not familiar with the games and you haven't played them, you are instantly able to recognize. Okay, I know what this song is. I've heard this before, so that's a cool idea. That's a, that's cool, and, and I'm glad that the uh, the you know the music has been able to ascend outside of just the games into into mainstream media to where someone that doesn't play the games knows what they are. That's cool. Absolutely, you know, I've actually listened to uh, bands who've done the, uh, the the actual rock versions of these songs. Yeah, and... speaking of one of the bands, actually, Black Mages. Uh, that's exactly that, what I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Nobuo Yamatsu's legit band. Like the oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, that's his band, and they do cover songs of the Final Fantasy songs. So, <laughs> speaking of speaking of mages, I'm going to throw in a little fun fact out there. Sure. In Final Fantasy One, the intelligence stat means. I meant absolutely nothing. Okay. Just, all the mages, red, white, and, and, and uh, black, yeah. had, the, had the same intelligence stat, so... Yeah. The, the, their magic was equally the same. They're, they're all just as good healers as the next. Yeah, they it just was, have was, slightly different... Um, color. Yeah. The yeah. color was the only difference. Yeah. The, 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 Not so much the, anymore. The more recent ones, they have oh, course, giant, yeah. like, so many different abilities, uh, you know, between... And, and there's even more than just red, white, and black. Now you have, like, the time battle mage. You have... Um, just the, all these different takes on a mage, so they've definitely expanded off of just that. <laughs> um, but no, that's cool. Um, I'm glad you brought these facts. I'm glad you brought them. I, I come prepared. Yes. So, moving along, we have Matoyo's Cave from Final Fantasy. Matoya's Cave from Final Fantasy. Such an awesome beat to that song. I love it. It really was. You know, I was bobbing along kind of yeah. dancing to it. Do, 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 I, I, I don't know. I love that song. I tried to... So so when we, when we picked these songs, um, I tried to find a decent... Now, so uh, another difference when we do spotlights like this, obviously El Carol and I are not going back and forth. These are legit just, you know... We're, we're taking songs directly from the soundtrack. Yeah. We're trying to take the best ones, the most iconic ones. Um, you know, we're not going, you know, my, my pick and then his pick and then my pick and then his pick. 
Uh, we do that for our themed episodes and Radio Hour, obviously. But um, for something like this, we're, we're just going right down the list and playing um, tracks straight from the soundtrack with, with no thought behind it. Uh, but I did try to get a, def- a, a variety of songs from the first three Final Fantasies, um, you know, to, to give a different feel. So that way we're not playing songs that all sound the same. And this one here, like I said, just a fun, fun sounding track. I, I, I love just the, the way that this melody goes. It's, it's super cool. Yeah, really, this is a great track. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this. It's very, very light, fun, bubbly kind of deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I honestly, it, it sucks to say, but I don't exactly remember where this song takes place. Um, you joked around while you're listening. You're like, oh, it takes place in a cave. Like, okay. <laughs> Probably does. <laughs> yeah. So. I bet you find a bat. You might find a bat. Yeah. You, you might actually do battle with a bat. But uh, coming up next, we have the another song that I think is very iconic from the first Final Fantasy and one that was um, continued forward into many more Final Fantasy games after this. This is the battle theme for Final Fantasy. the battle theme from Final Fantasy a song that really honestly reminds me a lot of The Legend of Zelda yeah I, I can hear that yeah, yeah I, for sure, for sure. I, uh, I mean I, I never picked up on it right away I probably just I don't know five ten years ago I, I realized that it sounds very similar to some of the stuff that uh, Koji Kondo produced for uh, for the original Legend of Zelda just in how, how like the movements and how it sounds and the way it transitions but it is definitely an iconic song and like I said it's one that carried forward throughout the series um, became synonymous with every time you're going into a battle well, speaking of battle I have some more El Francaro fun facts I can't wait till these run out I want to see if I want to see if you have enough for each song I, I got so much um, <laughs> when it comes to magic did you know there's actually some spells out there that did absolutely nothing on the NES uh, as in terms of like being ineffective or they literally uh, just were pointless they were, they were, they were literally broken uh, okay. No, I'm not sure. Uh, a, a, a couple ones were uh, Temper and Saber, which were both meant uh, to buff one, the ally's attack mm-hmm. by 16 points and hit rim and razor hit rate. Mm-hmm. What they actually did was nothing. They, <laughs> they, 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 they were broken to the point they were actually broken. Uh, but there was actually two other spells. Uh, okay. Lock. Okay. 
which missed 100% of the time. John Locke. Okay. And then there was also Locke 2, because you know how you have your leveled up spells. Yeah, of course. Lock, lock, lock 2 is supposed to be able to decrease your enemy's ability to actually evade attacks. Mm-hmm. Instead, it actually made them more likely to evade attacks. <laughs> so th- th- those are spells that were put in there. They, they worked in the later version. I was going to say, I'm sure that they fixed that for like no, the of course, of course, future but, releases. But for, yeah, but for the NES versions, they were broken to no end. And those were, those, you know, you, you, had to have, you had to have the player's guide. That's funny. To know that that's you know, funny. Get these spells. Don't get, don't get these spells. <laughs> yeah, because I think by the time I actually played the original Final Fantasy, um, it, it was a re-release, and I'm sure it was fixed because I didn't know that. Like, if you now, what about the NES Classic Edition? Is that fixed on there? I wonder. That's a good question. If they either gave us a straight port or if they gave us uh, the corrected version. Yeah. So these actually were. I guess we'll figure that out when. Uh, when I finally track one of these down and get to play it. Okay, so we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The world will never know. Okay. Um, next up, another song. And the cool thing with the original Final Fantasy, obviously, is that it laid the foundation for all the music we were going to hear throughout the series going forward. Um, this song in particular, another one that had, has its roots with this game and continued forward. This is the victory theme. the victory theme from Final Fantasy, a song that everyone probably instantly recognized. <laughs> Victorious, I will give it... Oh, no, nope. yes. wrong, nope. uh, wrong song. That's, I re- told you. that's wrestling. All I know is wrestling. Uh, <laughs> You're nah, fired. No, nah, I knew this song right away. Like I said, uh, I like the Black Mages, so uh, this, is, this is one of their, their bigger hits. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Nobuo Yamatsu's um, Final Fantasy cover band. So, um, they're, they have some good stuff. If you haven't heard their, what they've done, it's definitely worth checking out. There's some other uh, bands that have covered these Final Fantasy songs as well um, that have made their names doing it that are, are definitely worth checking out, too, because there's some really good stuff out there on YouTube for as far as Final Fantasy music goes. Absolutely. Uh, the, the Advantage, the mini-bosses, just to name a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, a little El Francaro Final Fantasy facts. Do you know what the... Uh, what's, what, what do they call it now? The Peninsula of Power is all about? Mm-mm. Tell me. Do you, Peninsula of Powers are in uh, all the 2D Final Fantasies. They're, they're 
pretty much grind fest locations that were put there on accident, but yeah. it just so happens that you know, fans found them. Uh, the, the first one was uh, in the northeast of uh, Provoca. Mm-hmm. You can get there by ship, and because of the, uh, you know, you're only supposed to be able to face certain enemies there who you could, uh, you, 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 uh, you could only fight one time. Right. Unfor- unfortunately, due to the glitch, uh, you were able to find you know just tons of them over there, and you can grind your party up to the top mm-hmm. to instantly get to be able to hear that victory noise once you. <laughs> yeah. Once <laughs> you, you get to you know your, your actual plan. Um, Every every 2D Final Fantasy has had one of these. Uh, it just it just so happens just the way the way the games are coded, and uh, the fanaticism of fans, they hunted them down. They found them, and it happens a lot in in a lot of RPGs. Actually, like there's yeah. there's usually an area where something happens and enemies that aren't supposed to respond do. It happens a lot in MMOs too. World of Warcraft is very well known for um, having parts where you can just grind from like you know, 90 to 100 or 100 to 110 without really ever moving because... Well, you could, do that, you could do that in the forest if you just keep killing boars. No, it's a myth. You can't do that. You can't go from <laughs> 1 to 100 or 1... Back the, back when South Park did it, it was 1 to 60, and, and boars... They stopped getting experience <laughs> after, like, 5 or 6 levels. <laughs> but some, some enemies in the game, though, um, especially in, in later expansions... Um, you know, there are areas where you could go to and fight for the entirety of, like, five or ten levels and not have to move around as long as you can seek and find those out. Um, Dragon Quest is another game that, that's very well known for that. Um, and, and another series we're going to explore the music of because it has some fantastic music. Um, that'll be an episode we have planned for in the future. I have no idea when we're going to schedule that one in. We have, like I said, we have ideas planned for BG Mania through the end of the year. Um but uh, no, like if you would go out and find like metal slimes, which aren't really supposed to uh, spawn that often, but there are ways you can get them to trigger to spawn and, you know, areas where they hadn't tend to spawn more often. And metal slimes are always worth a ton of experience. So you farm those, you're golden. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our last track from Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy today is going to be dead music. the dead music from Final Fantasy, a song I wish I could say I never heard, but I'd be lying if I did. <laughs> um, a very haunting track. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's 
like I said, it instantly kicked into me. Like I said, just I I know this music. This is right. It's like you said. Like you said it invokes. Not obviously, it's invoked that you're dead, but it's like it's very somber, it's sad, but somber. It's, it's a bummer. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely somber as well. Um, but I mean, like it's also it's it's also meant to inspire hope too. I'm sure because you know hope to continue on. Like you know you don't want to just stay there dead forever. You want to actually restart your game, restart your save, and progress and and beat that boss that you couldn't get by for 10 hours or whatever it is that you know you keep dying to um the the song definitely like i said it's meant to take on that haunting feel but also i feel like it should inspire hope as well um and i definitely get that from that track i mean it definitely while it feels sad it also is uplifting at the same time absolutely and what is dead may never die just simply rises again harder and stronger game (laughs) of thrones thank you very much uh so, so do we have an El Francaro fact? I actually have something that's more of a, a, a hidden uh, feature to this game, okay. uh, Final Fantasy One. Okay. After you get your hold of the ship, if you actually hit the A and B buttons 55 times together, uh-huh. you actually unlock like a, a number puzzle. It's one of those sliding puzzles where you have to get like one up top and then all the way down to 15. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. But if you solve it, you get 100 gil, and you can do this as many times as you want. So Okay. Uh, obviously, it's not easy, but... No. You can grind yourself some uh, some easy gill uh, if need be. What if what if El Francaro facts catches on and people want to hear it every single episode? I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see if you if you like El Francaro facts, reach out to us. Uh, you know we can be found on Twitter at original LDG or tweet directly to El Francaro at El Francaro and let him know that you want more facts. Absolutely. Or or let him know that his facts are dumb and you don't want to hear them anymore. And if he's wrong, let him know he's wrong. Let him know he's wrong. Uh, but, but he hardly ever does, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Well, the natural evolution of Final Fantasy goes from Final Fantasy 1 to Final Fantasy 2, so we're going to jump ahead to Final Fantasy 2 now as well. This is the main theme from Final Fantasy 2. the main theme for Final Fantasy 2. Now, this is the original Final Fantasy 2. This is the one that um, that released on the NES in Japan only on December 17th, 1988. 
we, we would not see this game until Final Fantasy Origins in 2003 on the original PlayStation. A lot of people played it on the Game Boy Advance in the package Final Fantasy 1 and 2 Dawn of Souls, which came out in 2004. So it would be a good, what is that, 17 years, 16, 17 years after it released until we would actually be able to play it here in the USA. I mean, it was planned to be released in the US in 91. Right. Uh, we were going to call it Final Fantasy II Dark Shadow, Shadows over uh, Palakia. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know why they didn't localize it? Uh, I've heard the story, but go ahead and tell it. 1991, uh, we saw the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So with the Super Nintendo coming out, uh, they were not going to localize an NES game. Right. And That's, that is the only reason we didn't get this game. And the the Final Fantasy 2 that we ended up getting on the Super Nintendo was Final Fantasy 4. Yeah. And then, obviously, the Final Fantasy 3 we got on Super Nintendo was Final Fantasy 6. So, um... And, and we are going by the traditional numbering here, so that's why 2 is 2. Like, you know, this is the one that didn't come out here for 16, 17 years. Um... And it's it's might be it might be one of the lesser known Final Fantasies too. I mean, it, it, like if you look in terms of playtime, I'd be curious to see because I know a lot of people haven't played this one. Even even though it has been available now in the in the U.S. for a while, I do know a lot of people have never played this one in English just because it didn't release when you know when it could have. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, if for some for most people, Final Fantasy IV is Final Fantasy II because that's literally what it was. You know? Right. 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 Um, and I mean, it it sucks because uh, this this is a decent a decent game, and all the fan, all the Final Fantasies are, are good games. So um, it sucks that um, you know that it that it maybe didn't get the recognition it deserved just because of the fact that you know it didn't release here for a very long time. <laughs> but if you if you if you think about it, it only took seven additional years on top of the Final Fantasy XV's development time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, next up, we have the uh, the battle theme from Final Fantasy II. theme from Final Fantasy 2. Great track. So much going on in that song. There's so much going on. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> um, like I said, it's, it's another track that kind of reminds me of The Legend of Zelda, but then you had mentioned that it also sounds like uh, Ghosts and Goblins as well. So uh, Absolutely. You can definitely hear it like that. You know, 
I, it's awesome. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's a great track. I love it. No, yeah, it was a good pick there. Um, little, little fact for Final Fantasy two, just like Final Fantasy one, this one had broken spells as well. Sure. Uh, these spells um, broken at level eight. Uh, so aura and barrier. Okay. Did absolutely nothing. Granted zero protection. Mm-hmm. The dispel spell itself never worked. <laughs> uh, protect. You're supposed to protect the entire party. Yeah. Only protects the caster. That's funny. Uh, the sap spell, which you're supposed to use to literally sap energy from the other ones, uh-huh. over the enemies. Uh, if the enemy had more than 256 uh, uh, hit points, took absolutely nothing away from them. Nice. Uh, so yeah, just listen. All these all, one, two, and three all had broken spells. Yeah. Thankfully, this one, uh, those were just a level eight spells. A level sixteen spells. They were fine. Um, they're fine, except for the Ultima spell. Okay. Which is it's, it's it's supposed to like raise in power relative to your level and such. Yeah. But at level sixteen, no matter what, it'll only do five hundred damage. So it was it, you know it's supposed to stack and constantly go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. It was broken at five hundred. Okay. But whatever. Five hundred still a lot. No, no, it definitely is. Um, and it's interesting that they did that. It has so many broken spells. Um, I'm wondering because, like I said, in, in my opinion, Final Fantasy really didn't hit its stride and become an amazing series until Final Fantasy IV, which we got as Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo. I think that game was excellent. And um, while I think the foundation was built with 1, 2, and 3, the original 1, 2, and 3, um, I definitely think that if you compare all of the mainline Final Fantasies, those would definitely be at the bottom for right now. Like, you know, in terms of, like, if we if we did the video, like, we ranked the Legend of Zelda games, if we ranked the Final Fantasy games, I could easily see one, the original two, and the original three composing the top the bottom three yeah i mean when it count like the one on game boy like the tactics and no 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 we like and tactics is excellent tactics is an amazing game it shows you how many i've never really played final fantasy. yeah no ta- <laughs> tactics is in a lot of people's opinions one of the best final fantasy games ever um but no so um but no like i said if we if if you're just looking at mainline games one through 15 i think the original one the original two and the original three definitely would be at the bottom um Next up, we have the Rebel Army theme from Final Fantasy II. the Rebel Army theme from Final Fantasy 2. A fantastic track in its own right as well. Absolutely. In fact, I love the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> so, we were talking about how Final Fantasy 2 
might have been the game that, you know, the least amount of people played. So while we were listening to that one, I looked up sales histories for Final Fantasy. So I kind of want to read this off here. Um, Looking at Japan only. If you look at the original Final Fantasy, it sold 1.1 million in Japan. Okay. And then if you look at um, Final Fantasy 2, it sold 800 million. What? No, eight, sorry, 800,000. 800 million. Okay, no, okay. Final, Final Fantasy 2, 800,000. Um, and then if you look at Final Fantasy 3 when it came out in Japan, 1.4 million. So, right, so it's definitely but, a dip there. Yeah, so definitely a dip for Final Fantasy 2. Now, if you look overall in terms of everything, like when the games came out, um, you know, it cumulative, cumulative sales across the world through now. Let's look at that. So we have... So Final Fantasy 2 came out in, I'm assuming, 1990 in uh, in Japan? A year, a year before we, sh- we should have gotten it? 1988. 1988. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it was okay. a, year, a year after the original Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy 3 came out in 1990 in Japan. All right. I was getting ahead of myself. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's... If, like I said, if we look at cumulative sales for these games worldwide through now, Final Fantasy has sold 2.49 million sales. Final Fantasy 2 is at 1.73. Final Fantasy 3 is at 3.8. Final Fantasy 4 is at 8 million. Final Fantasy 5 is at 3 million. Final Fantasy 6, which is surprising, is only at 4 million. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 is up to 12 million. Final Fantasy 8 is at 8.8 million. Final Fantasy 9 is 5.7 million. Final Fantasy 10 is at 14 million. But that also includes ten two sales. There's no oh. there's no sales that uh, that have just had the two split. Um, Final Fantasy eleven, which was the first online game, managed to sell um, two point one eight million. Final Fantasy um, twelve has sold twelve point seven million. Um. But that's cumulative. So if we break that down, Final Fantasy Tactics sold 2.9 million. Um, Tactics Advance sold 1.4 million. 12 by itself sold 6 million. And then Revenant Wings sold 1 million, the one that was on the DS. Uh, if we look at Final Fantasy 13, the original 13 sold 7.7 million. And then the drastic drop to 13 to 2 is 3.6 million. And the even more drastic drop to Lightning Returns, 1.2 million. So people definitely had an issue with 13. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we look at 14. If we look at Final Fantasy 14, the original 14, it only sold 600,000 copies. Surprise, surprise. But that was because the game wasn't any good. So they scrapped it only <laughs> after, you know, after being online and as a game for, I, think, I forget exactly how long it was, but they had an epic end scenario. And then they relaunched three years later with A Realm Reborn. That game has sold almost 11 million copies. It's at 10.7 million right now. And because te- A Realm Reborn is amazing. Uh, and then Final Fantasy 15 has sold 6 million. So um, definitely Final Fantasy 2 is the the one that has sold the least. It sold, it sold even less than uh, Final Fantasy 11 online. So um, it definitely is the one that people have played the least. So at least I was right there. <laughs> there you go. Is that our fun fact for that one? But for that, ep- I'll let you get away with that one. Okay. Just, uh, okay. But, but I'll, I'll hit you up next time around. Okay. All right. Well, moving forward, then we have Castle Pandemonium.
And that was Castle Pandemonium from Final Fantasy II. A lot kind of going on in that track, too. Absolutely. Uh, the backbeat sounds very reminiscent of uh, Wizards and Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I, which I'm not familiar with, so... Which is, it's definitely a game I would love you to check out one of these days. I will, uh, I will. Classic NES. Uh, that and Iron Sword are two good games for the... Uh, but, uh, the back of Final <laughs> Fantasy, so... Uh, uh, little L. Frank Carroll fun fact for Final Fantasy 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Moogle was actually created for Final Fantasy 2. Okay. As a race called the Kyrians, mm-hmm. uh, that lived in the cold regions, but they were scrapped, mm-hmm. along with a lot of other races. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their sprite and race actually became the beaver race in the game. Okay. So, so the Moogles will eventually show up later on, but... Right. But they, not, they, they, not in two. Not in two. <laughs> so, um, this one, too, definitely has a lot of a lot of melodies going on, too. I, I love just the, the transitions that they had, how Nobu Yamatsu did the transitions in this track. It's definitely one of my favorites, I think, from, from Final Fantasy II. Um, and like I told you when we weren't recording while we were listening, I think Final Fantasy II might have the best music out of the original three. So far, it's been the best. Yeah, uh, like like I said, the the classic tracks that you heard in the when we played them in the original Final Fantasy, those are here as well. Obviously, I'm not just replaying the same songs over and over and over again. So, but like the prelude, you know, like uh, the opening theme and stuff, a lot of those are just reprised and a little bit different here for Final Fantasy two and Final Fantasy three. Um, so you know that's why we're not just replaying the same songs, but. Um, this one here in particular, like I said, it just stuck out to me when I listened to the soundtrack earlier this week This week to pick songs for the episode, and I had to play this one. So, um, But our next song is a very special one. It is the first time the Chocobo theme was heard in Final Fantasy. So obviously our next song is the Chocobo theme. was the Chocobo theme from Final Fantasy 2. A song that has been in every Final Fantasy since, I think. And um, Justin and I and uh, Jessica and Justin's wife actually went and saw the Distant Worlds concert for Final Fantasy. You know, they're the big symphony orchestra that they go yeah. do. They travel the world doing that. Uh, highly recommend going to, to check this out if you're interested in Final Fantasy music, if you're listening to this. 
Um, but they do a version of the Chocobo theme during that concert, and it is just so good. It is amazing. I love that song. I really do. <laughs> I mean, it just, I mean, it, it brings on the emotions of, of you know, getting on the, a Chocobo and just riding across the field or, you know, going on a jolly, jolly romp across the forest or whatever. It's just, it's, it's a fun track. I like it. It's it. I, I, just hearing, I instantly know. Okay, that's Chocobo theme, not even a question. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, a little Final Fantasy II fact. Uh, this game was, it is riddled with bugs. This one has to do with dual wielding weapons. Okay. Uh, so when a character wields two weapons at once, they're supposed to attack with each weapon. And the animation does show an attack with each weapon. However, it only calculates the weapon in the character's dominant hand. So okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's absolutely it's, it's it's more of just an animation for your benefit. But that's funny. Yeah, there, there's no added benefit to wielding two weapons. So <laughs> there's, there's really no point in doing so. That's awesome. Okay. Of course, of course. Once again fixed in later versions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All of this stuff was fixed when, by the t- I'm assuming by the time we got it on the PlayStation they were fixed. I'm assuming, you know, I would imagine 17 years is long enough to fix the bugs. <laughs> yeah, th- th- these are all just original NES uh, yeah. fun fun glitches. Oh, unfortunately, Japan were like beta testers for the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, our next song from Final Fantasy 2, we have two songs left from Final Fantasy 2. This one is the town theme. was the town theme from Final Fantasy 2. I love that song. I really do. I, it really does. It, it, I, that's a good track. Like, Yeah. I'm pretty sure you hear that later on, like, reiterated later in the series. There too, is a very good possibility that it is the case. I, I feel like I've heard a reprise of this, or it just could have been, you know, just the popular remakes. Right. Absolutely. Um, but no, like, this, this song definitely, to me, has the most feels to it for Final Fantasy 2 like if, if I were to like look at the soundtrack and say okay like which song really portrays Final Fantasy 2 to me it would be the song um, definitely like I said this one there's just so many good tracks you could choose from Final Fantasy 2 and um, it might be I don't know there's you know what a fun theme to do 
might be town themes for a future episode. You know, that's not a bad idea. Let's yeah. add to our little uh, list of yeah. uh, future endeavors. We'll add it to the list because this is now, obviously we played like the town theme from Zelda 2 and we've played a few other town themes. And I definitely think that uh, there's probably some, some really good ones out there that we haven't heard yet. So that, well, let's jot it down. I think we're going to do that one. That's, that's a good idea. But um, I absolutely love this song. Um, like I said, it, it's up there as for one of my favorites for Final Fantasy 2. And it's crazy because, like I said, Final Fantasy 2, to me, I think has the best music out of all three of these original games. So Yeah, but this song, it just invokes like a happy home kind of feeling, yeah. which I guess makes sense yeah. for being a town theme. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we have one song left from Final Fantasy 2 before we go on to Final Fantasy 3. And this one is Temptation of the Princess. The Temptation of the Princess from Final Fantasy II, a song you might recognize. Children of the night, what beautiful music they make. <laughs> so so you know this song from the 1931 movie Dracula. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. When I'm just hearing the song, I was like, this? I didn't realize this was from Final Fantasy II. <laughs> right, yeah. And then you're like, this is bugging me. What is this from? And then you thought of Dracula. But... Actually, this song is even older than 1931. The song was originally composed in 1876 by Tchaikovsky. And this is the theme song for Swan Lake. So. <laughs> I, just, I, I learned something today. I learned yeah. that the song from Dracula is actually from Swan Lake. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, it's a very famous piece. And I mean, obviously, it has slight variations for Final Fantasy here. And, of course. And they, and they made it their own and they made it fit within the theme. But uh, clearly... Uh, obviously a, a very cool throwback to you know other composers and that kind of stuff by Nobuo Yamatsu so um, and then obviously it's a fantastic song so oh, absolutely a beautiful song yeah. um, I figure I'll finish up Final Fantasy 2 with a little way to cheat at the game okay now cheaters never win so don't do this if you, if you want to be a winner cheaters never but, prosper uh, <laughs> um, but in the game um, there's a hidden kind of stat for your weapons when you level up mm-hmm. uh, you never actually get to see the stats you can't track it but Every time you click the word fight, you get a skill point on your weapon. Every hundred times, your your uh, weapon will level up. Okay. However, there's a glitch here where if you hit fight, and then cancel, and then fight, and then cancel, and so on and so forth, you can level up your weapons incredibly quick without actually having to go through the grind of playing the game. Yeah, actually fighting. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, so... 
it's, it's something if you, you know, if you want to start when you're starting off, if you want to just like give yourself a competitive advantage. Right. Then again, you're taking the fun out of the game. Of course. Uh, another little quick one before we go on to Final Fantasy III. Uh, there's a way to view the world map. Mm-hmm. It, you know, early in the game, you get a ring from Scott. Yeah. And uh, if you hit B and select at the same exact time, it will actually pull up the world map. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, if you're not quick, it'll just it'll go to the row command. But uh, just you know, a couple, couple little things they put in there. Just that, that was that was that was actually put there for the debuggers. Yeah. But uh, but it's still it still exists for everybody else. It's, it's it still exists for everyone else. <laughs> so okay, well that is our last track from Final Fantasy II. So it is now time for our third and final game of this episode, episode one of the Final Fantasy series. Obviously, it is Final Fantasy III. And um, this is, like I said, this is the original Final Fantasy III. This is not the Final Fantasy III we got on the Super Nintendo, uh, which was actually Final Fantasy VI. So Final Fantasy III released April 27th, 1990 in Japan. We would not see it until, when's the earliest that we saw it? The Nintendo DS remake on November 14th, 2006. So a full 16 years, uh, almost as long as it took from Final Fantasy II to get here to the U.S., um, it would take that long for us to actually be able to play Final Fantasy 3 in English legally and, you know, like without like um, modified ROMs or anything like that, which I, I think there were fan translations. But, um, you know, this was the first way that you could actually get it legitimately. So um, and we're going to kick things off from Final Fantasy 3 with fittingly the opening theme. And that was the opening theme from Final Fantasy III. Definitely has a, a unique beginning there, but after about 20, 25 seconds, you may have recognized the opening theme from the uh, original Final Fantasy, just a slightly different version. So, um, like I said, it definitely was a, a theme that carried through to many different Final Fantasies after the original one. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I, this is the song that I know. You know, it's no, no, no. It's the song that, like I said, and that's why when it came back for fifteen, you know, I forget which trailer it was that actually showcased the uh, the traditional Final Fantasy theme. But when that trailer started playing and actually had that music, I think everyone just like flipped out about you know, oh, this is so amazing, and just hearing you know that version for Final Fantasy fifteen and just because, you know, like I said, Final Fantasy fifteen was trying something different. I mean, it was the first true open world Final Fantasy as well. So um, just that it was maintaining some elements of series past, you know, of past games was very cool. 
absolutely. Um, and, and I absolutely love this song. It is definitely one of the best Final Fantasy songs ever created. <laughs> uh, this, this, this is a damn good track. I, I got nothing bad to say about it. Uh, yes. I guess so I'll give you a little Final Fantasy three uh, fact. Uh, I'm going to tell you about the secret of Alter Cave. Okay. So uh, after, after you beat the giant turtle, mm-hmm. if you change your party's jobs and go back to the cave, mm-hmm. uh, you, you actually get more treasure. Inside, you actually get your first spell and you get some good weapons, but there's actually like spots all out the whole cave mm-hmm. that looks like it's dead ends. Okay. But there, but there are no dead ends. There's actually fake walls of treasure chests filling the whole cave, so. Nice. It's one of those things that, you know, you, if you didn't know about it, it's one of those things that, you know, that you had to check Nintendo Power for. Yeah. Really, uh, it's you know, are the player guides that they put out. But, uh, yeah, the whole cave just loaded with treasure. There are no dead ends. Just <laughs> go, go, go until you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Okay, well, we will go ahead and jump on to our second track today from Final Fantasy III. This is My Hometown, the hometown of Ur. was my hometown the hometown of Ur from Final Fantasy 3 a very simple song but it's awesome it's so good it really is uh, it was well composed it's the same composer yeah yeah Nobu Yamatsu has composed um, for the most part everything you hear from Final Fantasy so okay um, yeah he he was responsible for for so many of the of the classic games like he obviously did uh, everything up through um, I think the last one he was specifically responsible for one was 12, because I don't think he did 13, but then he came back to help out with 14, um, and then he did not do 15, so, but he, he did a lot of the side games as well, um, but I mean, obviously we all know who Nobuo Yamatsu is, he's, yeah. he's very famous in the industry, um, done a lot of compositions for a lot of different games, a lot of different, uh, people um actually uh the composer for 15 was uh yoko shimamura who in her own right is a fantastic composer um she does the uh the kingdom hearts games so 
which tie into Final Fantasy. Go figure. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but 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 I mean, she also does like the Mario and Luigi games. Um, a lot which of happen to be, which, which 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 I happen to love. Yeah, of course, of course, you do. Um, me, not so much. <laughs> but um, no, so uh, yeah, like I said, I absolutely love this track. Very simple, very. You know, definitely an easy track to just sit down and, and zone out to and listen to. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I love to do with this video game music in general. Yeah, me too. Just put it on whenever, like, you know, I've got, uh, you know, like, if I'm sitting down doing work or something, I just want to be in yeah, a relaxed mood or something. Something, ni- something nice in the background while you're reading or anything like that. Yeah, to- absolutely. So, um, do we have a El Arrow fact? All right. I, you know, just keep with this fact that these games have glitches. Uh... There's actually a pretty game-breaking glitch that would allow you to duplicate your magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you would actually do is, if you had the sight spell, which you get pretty early on, what you do is you go into your menu and you take all your spells and you just you, you remove them. You put them into your inventory. Mm-hmm. Then you use sight again, and the spells are all back in there, but they're still in your inventory. So now you could sell the spells and you know just doing doing it that way. You just you get so much gill and it just yeah the old classic item dupe trick. It's just, it's not fun to do things that way, you know? No. I mean, more power to you. But, uh, yeah, that's it was, it was a stupid oversight where, literally, sight yeah. uh, was, was, their, was their downfall on this one. A lot of games, too, have issues with this item dupe stuff. I mean, it even it even affects MMOs, too. But um, a more famous, like, recent uh, game series that, that has issues with this is Dark Souls. Like you can actually dupe the um, the crystals that you get to give yourself, you know, the the souls basically. So that way you oh, continuously wow. level up. Um, they do patch it out eventually, but for whatever reason, someone always figures out a way, after, shortly after the game comes out, to dupe those crystals or souls. And um, it was even in Bloodborne. So yeah, I remember most recently from my memory was uh, Borderlands Two. You're able yeah. to dupe just any, anything you wanted, and it was just. At that point, why even play the game? Because yep. the whole fun, the whole fun was getting the wackier, higher level weapons. Yep. Chances are, in every single game, there's probably a way to do it. Just, I mean, it just depends on if someone's figured it out or not. Uh, and it usually involves glitches or doing something that you're not supposed to do. So, um, I don't recommend it. It does defeat a lot of the purpose of the game. It does take a lot of the fun out of it. But uh, a lot of people like to do that. That's, I mean, look how popular Game Shark was for a while. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, well, next up from Final Fantasy 3, we have Return of the Warrior.
and that was Return of the Warrior from Final Fantasy III. Another great track. It really is. Uh, very, like, regal kind of sounding. And Yeah, absolutely. Like, obviously, Return of the Warrior, so it's yeah. the return of a, you know, of a prestigious character, so to speak. So, um, and it, it's a great song. I can't place exactly where the song takes, you know, where it happens in the game. Um, but it, it's definitely, like you said, it's definitely a regal sounding song. Um, very, what is the word I'm trying to, oh man, fanfare, a lot of fanfare yes, behind it. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, um, definitely, absolutely, 100%. Um, so Final Fantasy III, um, actually has a, a hidden message put into the game and it was put there by the developer, um, Nasir Gabelli. He was the head programmer, and uh, if you hold up left, start and select. Machiavelli, yo. Uh, <laughs> up, up left, start and select, then you press the reset button, then you actually release the select button. Mm-hmm. A big message will pop up that says, buy Nasser. And they said the reason he put it in there was if the game were ever to be pirated and effectively to remove the credits, mm-hmm. he at least had this to show that, hey, look, this is my game. You stole my game. That's funny. So you know, it's a nice little, you know, or, or, you know just a little, a little way because piracy was starting to get big. Yeah. Uh, around this time, yeah. I mean, piracy, piracy was always a problem, but yeah. it definitely kind of started to hit its peak right about now. Right. I always like um, when developers do stuff like that for for people that actually pirate the game. So, like, if you remember Quantum Break, if you pirated Quantum Break, your character would walk around wearing an eye patch with a pirate's like cross and like skull and bones on it. Like that was the like just their way of letting people know, hey, we know you pirated this game. So. Um, I'm not sure exactly the logistics of how it works. I don't know how they know it's a pirated game. Yeah, so some versions of Pokemon uh, had that, where I believe like you couldn't save or you could never, you couldn't actually catch a Pokemon along the way. Yeah, and I know like um, Batman Arkham Asylum. If you pirated that game, you weren't able to glide. Like if you tried to glide, you would just fall down. Like they they removed <laughs> the glide ability. But but like it's it's always weird to me. Is like how does it know it's a pirated game? Uh, there must be something of a check along the way, which is pretty cool. There. Yeah, no, that's super cool that they're able to to get away with that. I know, obviously, piracy is still an issue. Um, D- I'm I'm not a huge fan of DRM in games because it does like it slows down games. It it, it runs unnecessarily in the background while you're trying to play the games. Uh, a, a big major offender to that recently was Rhyme when it came out on yeah. um, PC, and um, you know it had Denuvo in it. And which is a you know uh, a DRM anti piracy thing that pirates now have have found ways to increasingly crack that in, insanely quick. So as soon as uh, as soon as it was cracked on Rhyme, the developers took it out because it wasn't needed anymore. <laughs> so I mean I respect that, but um, I don't endorse piracy. I, I don't you know I don't pirate games. Obviously, I never have. No. I, I like the old school method. Uh, back in the day, uh, games like Maniac Mansion or anything like on the, like on the actual PC. Yeah. Where to start the game up, you had a, you had a manual. Like, okay, go to the page twenty-seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, 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 the the fifth word in the third paragraph. So, this is before the internet. So right. If if you were to pirate a game, you actually had to photocopy the manual or write, you know. So. Right. That was a cool way of doing it. Yeah. And I wish I wish someone would call back to that one of these days. That'd so. be that'd be freaking cool. Um, It'd be cool to get a uh, a, a booklet with a game nowadays yeah, in general. That's not Shovel Knight. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my, my way of always of always playing games I didn't have was just borrowing from friends. So, <laughs> course, <yeah. laughs> but um, moving along, we have the next track from Final Fantasy three. This one is Elia, the Maiden of Water. 
And that was Elia, the Maiden of Water from Final Fantasy III. A beautiful track. I love this one. And um, it actually was redone as a, as a vocal rendition as well, uh, as part of Final Fantasy Prey, which was the first album of the vocal collection series, consisting of tracks from Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy VI arranged for vocals. Um, and the, the track is actually called Once You Meet Her. Uh, on that album, it's such a good song. It really is. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, Whoever singing that, her voice is beautiful. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Very, 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 haunt, very haunting sounding. It's... Absolutely, I agree. Um, I wish I knew who it was. I think because uh, it has here, like on the, the the Wikipedia page for it, the list of um, people who arranged it, but not who actually performed it. So, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's a great track. Fantastic. It really is. Um, okay, let's, let's get you another L. Caro Final Fantasy three fact. Sure. Um, so, if you have a thief in your party, mm-hmm. and you make him the visible character, uh, there's a glitch where he can actually open doors that would actually require a magic key. So, he's not... He's not uh, that doesn't sound like a glitch. It really... You know, it is a glitch. Yeah. It was not supposed. It was not supposed to be done that way. Just so happens that just because thieves are you know better at opening locks, so to speak, sure, uh, they didn't fix that portion. So so a thief can open up magic locks, you know, where, where you actually have to find the magic key. So mm-hmm. that's cool. That's why I said it didn't even almost, doesn't even almost sound like a glitch because I know that's exactly. that's like a staple for the well, class going forward, like in a lot of RPGs. Exactly, because it was broken here. Yeah, they actually made it an official kind of deal. Yeah, to go forward. That's funny, of course. So, okay, well, next up from Final Fantasy III, we have the Dark Crystals. And that was The Dark Crystals from Final Fantasy III. Another very busy song. A lot going on there. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but I absolutely love that one. Like, it starts out all nice and slow, and you, you think it's going to be a nice track, and then it just gets into, like, this upbeat melody, this tempo, just starts kicking in. Uh, and the bass line and the backing track is so good in that one. I love that track. 
I really was. I, I liked this jam. It, it was, like you said, very busy, but very, but, very but a good, fun. But a good busy. A good busy. Yeah, yeah it's a good busy. Not a bad busy. Um, so Final Fantasy III uh, is actually the very beginning of the Onion Knight uh, job class. Okay. Uh, it was actually hidden in the uh, American version of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a secret class in... The, the Japanese version. The American version as in the one that we got 16 years later, yeah? Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was it, it was still there in Japanese version. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe for us they renamed it something different, and I couldn't can't, I can't recall it. I don't, I'm not going to look it up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, God, but what I, kind I, of researcher but, are you? No, but, but the Onion Knight class, of course, would go on throughout the series going forward from there on out. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking here, and... Just, just typing in Onion Knight. I'll find that right now. Um, freelancer is what they called it in the. Uh... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that makes sense. There you go. Okay, very cool. There you go. There you go. <laughs> very cool. So, okay, well, we have two tracks left from a Final Fantasy three. So our second to last track is going to be the Requiem. And that was the Requiem from Final Fantasy III. Not Requiem from a Dream. <laughs> well, that's no fun. <laughs> well, that's no fun. But no, it's a great track. Um, like I said, obviously there really isn't a bad track if you look around. Everything has their, you know, appeals to something. Um, some type of, of feeling or emotion. But uh, Final Fantasy III was the hardest um, soundtrack to go through because it had the most songs out of the first three. So, like, actual legit tracks of, you know, that weren't just tw- 20 seconds or 30 seconds long. Like, these are full actual songs that were found on the soundtrack of, like, two minutes or three minutes. Um, there was a ton of them when I when I pulled up the soundtrack and started looking through stuff to find for this episode. So, it, this one, this one, like I said, this this one took the longest to, to pick out which songs we were going to showcase. Um, but I love this song. It's great. It really is. It, it's, it's very beautiful. Uh I guess it's time for my final uh, kind of Final Fantasy three facts. Yay! Yeah. So, I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna hit you with the biggest breakers of this game, and this is something that unfortunately you can find in, in many many RPGs. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Pokemon is also guilty of this. Uh, this one has an, uh, an overflow problem. And what that means is that the, the game can only um, calculate so many things at once. Sure. So you can actually wreck your experience to a crazy amount. If you, put, if you get 99 potions and you put them in the bottom right uh, in your inventory, then you find an enemy who has who will grant you a potion for defeating it. Uh-huh. Because now the, the 99 is, is written in code, adding one to it, it has nowhere else to add to. This is the last item in your thing, so it writes it to your experience. Yeah. Writing it to your experience uh, ends up giving you, like, I believe it's over 10 million and change experience, but that's the, the maximum experience is uh, 999,999,999. So it maxes out your experience. Now, with your experience being maximized, if you were to put the 99 potions again into the corner and then fight and get another potion, it would since since that number is maxed out, that's maxed out. It would now max out your your hit points to nine hundred ninety nine thousand, making you nigh impossible to die. Nice. So and this 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 works with just so many different things. You could you could overflow and glitch items and this and that. Uh, Pokemon had this where if you did it with a Master Ball, you give yourself ma- you know nine hundred ninety nine Master Balls. Yeah. Where's the fun in that? Of course, uh, there's there is no fun in that. But but you know it's a people like to try to break games it's something people find you know, to be fun so yeah more, more power to them just don't do it to my game don't do it to my game safe that's yes. all I ask <laughs> do not do it to me <laughs> and then um, the last track we're going to end on is going to be the Swift Twist from Final Fantasy 3 and this track is amazing it really is. Uh, it definitely invokes like a 1950s kind of feel. Uh, yeah. You can, with, you can see Jerry Lee Lewis playing something like this on the piano. Yeah. Or even like if we want to go like to the Beatles with uh, Twist and Shout, something like that. But um, the cool part with this song in Final Fantasy 3 is there's like a section of the game where there's a piano and you're able to interact with it. And you go up to this piano and interact with it. And you're just expecting, you know, like a lot of times when, when developers hide little secrets like this and you interact with something, you just get like a small little tune or something that just, you know, like a quick melody. You interact with this piano, and that's the song that plays. <laughs> actually, um, there are other pianos in the game. Yeah. If, uh, if you were actually to click any other piano except for this one, uh-huh. your, your character plays uh, Beethoven's for release off-key. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one right here, like you said, you're, that you're expecting to hear it again, and you get this rocking tune instead. <laughs> Was that a fact that you had? I did, and I tied it all together for you. Nice, 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 nice. But uh, yeah, everyone like that's in this little area where the piano is just starts getting up and dancing. It was such a cool moment in the game. Very cool. Like one of those, one of the first times I think like playing Final Fantasy three where um, I can imagine like you know if I were able to play this when it came out in 1990 over in Japan, like stuff like that really wasn't a a common thing to do at that point. So very cool for them to throw that in there. And it's cool. It's actually it's in a pub too, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a place you want to be rocking out anyway. Absolutely. So, um, but that is actually going to be it. That is everything that we have for our um, part one of the showcase of, of Final Fantasy music. Uh, obviously, there will be additional parts coming. Um, we'll probably do four and five together in the next episode. Whenever we do the, uh, part two of this. Uh, but I think from six on, I think six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're going to have to dedicate an entire episode to each one of those just because the soundtracks get more robust and there's just more stuff to showcase. And I, I think just playing seven, like, for instance, playing seven songs from six or seven songs from seven, that's just not doing that soundtrack justice. 
So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just pick you know twenty songs and and have the entire episode be dedicated to those one games instead of uh, instead of here where we did um, you know three individual games. So. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday morning. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, please reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we can Our main account can be found at OriginalLDG. L. Frank Caro is at L. Frank Caro, and I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Or you can go to our main outlet, leveldowngames.com. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to rate and review this episode on podcast services, either iTunes or Google Play. It would greatly, we greatly appreciate it as it helps us um, in terms of visibility searches. Also, if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, please go to YouTube and subscribe to us. It helps you stay up to date on all things Level Down Games for future episodes of Max Level, which is our video game podcast, Game Oracles, our video game trailer focused show, and The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast. We also do video reviews, unboxings, let's plays, and so much more. We can also be found on Facebook and twitch.tv slash leveldowngames. To take us out of this episode once again, we have Swift Twist from Final Fantasy 3. Thanks again for joining us this morning, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.